0: Ready, boss. Awesome. I got a certified savage like thank you thanks for doing this I appreciate your time so no, much thank and, uh, you
1: for having me on I'm excited
0: mate you literally are a certified savage
1: thank you
0: you know <laughs> um for people that don't have a clue who you are uh do you want to give a brief introduction because it's going to be a lot better than I will you know
1: of course I can do that yes yeah, so uh my name is Maggie Grindaddy I am originally from Maine and now I reside in Miami. Um, fight sports is actually what brought me to Miami. Jiu-Jitsu is what brought me to Miami. Um, I'm a seven time world champion in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I was able to conquer world titles in gi and no gi at all of the colored belts. Um, I currently have a, title, a black belt title uh, for Europeans uh, a third place at World, a second place at PAN. So, we're working on the big major titles. Uh, focusing a little bit more on the Nogi now. I also own my own strength and conditioning company called Champion Fit, which a lot of the top athletes in our sport around the world um, use for their strength and conditioning. Um, on top of that, I train other athletes. You know, I have a rugby team, um, like rowers, foot volley players. So, I'm really specific with athletes with my strength and conditioning. Um, and yeah, that's basically fitness and jujitsu is my life.
0: Absolutely crazy. You know, Ah, as you do seven, seven time world champ there, eh, you know, whatever, brush it off. No problem. Brush next thing, off. please.
1: On to the next one.
0: Absolutely crazy. You know, I'm super fascinated to hear, um, what's the biggest thing that like, you've learned physically through doing jujitsu and then also mentally? Doing, right. doing jiu-jitsu martial arts is something i've never done well i maybe pissed around a little bit with kickboxing right young as a right. kid
1: everybody's done a little punching <laughs> ah, whatever
0: you know but i mean in uh manchester it's mainly boxing it's a pretty rough side of the um rough side of the play of uh, the country so it's you know boxing is quite a poor man's sport jiu-jitsu not yeah. necessarily because you know it's anyone can throw you out tell you how to punch right?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so I think um, physically you can't ever stop. Mm. And that doesn't just mean on the mats, you know, because sometimes we get injured. Sometimes we take some time off. But I just mean physically in life, you can't stop. You know, there's a lot of times like if people get injured or they take time off, they'll stop not only jujitsu, but working out altogether. And then when you come back, maybe you won't get injured, but you're more likely to wear your body down over time and have those like long-term overuse injuries. Mm -hmm. So like one of like the most important things, especially with jujitsu being something that you can kind of do forever, the most important thing is not to stop. Of course, listen to your body, but that might mean, okay, let me work out today or do yoga or recovery or stretch instead of testing my body against somebody else's body. Um, but stopping is where people lose it, you know? And I think that that's in life in general, right? Like even people who retire and kind of just want to live their lives. Like you see them kind of losing themselves too, because they stopped, you know, I think everything in life and that's what jujitsu teaches us too, is like the life things too, is you can't ever stop. Um, mentally, it's just being, you know, it's so cliche, but being comfortable when you're uncomfortable. Mm. And I think cliche. I'm a, I'm a, per, I'm like the most basic like white girl you'll ever meet. <laughs> I love cliches because I'm like, guys, they're cliches for a reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so like, get uncomfortable in uncomfortable situations, and vice versa. Again, with the whole on the mat, off the mat, jujitsu. Even though it's like uncomfort, in a sense, someone is sitting on top of my head and I can't get out it will make you comfortable in uncomfortable situations off the mat too. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the mental part is like not only on the mat being uncomfortable, but also off the mat being uncomfortable and knowing how to deal with it and knowing that you're going to be okay. And knowing that it's not the end of the world and embracing uncomfort. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest like mental side of it.
0: Yeah. There's something to be said about self-suffering, right? Yes. I think there's uh, so much benefit to it. I think you got to do something that, you know, kind of kicks you in the face every day, even if it's like, I'm just going to go walk around the house, you know, three whatever times. it
1: is. Yeah.
0: Because intensity sure. is relative, right? Like, I'm not a seven time world champion in jujitsu. So I'm not going to just get on that mat and start like throwing motherfuckers around, right? But if I run up and down the stairs a couple of times, like, my heart rate's going to be jacked and it's going to be like, okay, cool. Like, I've done something that's put me in an uncomfortable position right. today, right? a hundred percent uh kind of pulls out those those demons as you will of your of yourself and you kind of come face to face with them right and you're like okay now i know what color your eyes are what we're we gonna do like are we gonna run away are mm-hmm. we gonna cower away and just kind of let them let them win or we're we just gonna slap them right. in the face and say I'm right
1: another cliche you're your biggest competition right yeah, there look we go. in the mirror all of those like if people just live their life off of cliches life really is kind of simple hell yeah but we like we push away from cliches and it's like but why Mm. kind of a guide of how to get through life
0: so you mentioned a rugby team right yes do you coach them jiu-jitsu specifically or is it s and c stuff
1: no i'm their strength and conditioning coach
0: wow see that was my spot this is this is fascinating so what do you take those guys through or ladies through
1: they're, they actually do a really similar um, workout that that we do in jujitsu, you know, because I have guys that are, I have guys really that are 145 pounds to 275 pounds at Jiu jujitsu that I train. And they all move the same. Mm. You know, I'm a big believer and everybody is made to be athletic. We just limit ourselves from doing so. Mm. So the type of strength and conditioning that I do is more so about muscle endurance right and of course with rugby being an 80 minute 80 minute um match that's endurance you know and it's not always just about how strong you are but it's how long your strength lasts for and so it's actually really it was a really easy transition for me to take on the rugby team because besides they have to be on their feet a little bit more you know i have to do a lot more footwork a lot more Um, speed drills kind of but a lot of it is very very similar a lot of the hip control a lot of the muscle endurance strength a lot of the explosive power a lot of obviously takedowns and wrestling you know so it's it's really cool to see you know my my 230 to 270 pound jujitsu guys doing similar workouts and it's funny because they're not as the rugby guys they're not as flexible they're not as limber as mobile as my jujitsu athletes are you know and a lot of them will blame it on size because you doing rugby you know like those are some big boys and I show them you know my jiu-jitsu athletes who are um you know cyborg for instance who's 240 pounds and he moves like a lightweight you know I'm like you guys need to move like he does mm-hmm. you know it's not just about being strong it's about how you move so, so realistically, like my strength conditioning, it's not jujitsu specific, it's sports specific. Mm-hmm. And it's going to, I actually had one of my rugby players this last night come up to me and he's like, this is off topic, but my golf swing is amazing right now. You know? <laughs> so it's like, everything I do is for your body. I try to target every single little muscle that doesn't get target with like your basic whether it's just strength training or conditioning, you know, I do things very, very differently. And if you ask any of my athletes, like none of them have done the same workout twice Mm. because I think that's really important too. Again, when I talk about never stopping and longevity, you can't get bored with what you're doing, Mm -hmm. right? And there's hundreds of muscles in our body. It's like, you have to do all these different weird types of things to get them firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool, actually, the, the comparisons, besides the running part, of course, between rugby and, and jiu-jitsu. So it's been an easy transition and it's really cool. And it's really cool to see their, their progress because it is very, it, it happens very quickly
0: for someone who's like kind of a student to the game of, of coaching and fitness as an art form. Right. I see jujitsu and SNC specific for rugby training going hand in hand. Cause I'm like, this is multidimensional and so is the game of rugby, right? Like we, we get in a gym, we might do, I don't know. OHP HPSBD, whatever the fuck we do. Right. And you're like, okay, great. Yeah. We're moving something. We're getting stronger. Yeah. No problem. We might be working on power again. Fantastic. But it's like, you're going to get smashed in every dimension possible. And then you're going to try and step people and throw in arms everywhere. And something that I would like to know is mental. (laughs) I love it though. It's
1: Holy crap. Yeah. (laughs) Actually my, the rugby coach just had me watch the documentary of the all blacks.
0: Oh, is that on what, what is that on?
1: I watched it on prime. I forget what it was called, but Oh my gosh. I was like, I love it though. Like it's crazy, but I love it. But it's super dangerous, you know? And that's the the importance of the strength and additioning too. Is I'm like, guys, you guys are getting hit from every angle. You're getting stepped on. You're getting if every single muscle in your body isn't reacting the way it should, or as quickly as it should, or as strong as it should, there's no way you're not gonna get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not just about not getting hurt because you're gonna get hurt you know, but it's about your body being prepared for injury as well. That's something I'm super like big on is that, guys, it's not, it's not if it's when, right? Cliches. Um, yeah, It's yeah, not yeah. if it's when, so let's be prepared for it, you know?
0: Yeah. You're making yourself bulletproof, right?
1: 100%.
0: But even when that starts deteriorating, you get really beat up, right? Or unfortunately there's always a bigger fish, right? And someone comes running at you from a Polynesian Island, you're going to get bounced. <laughs> I'm sorry, mate, but it doesn't it's matter how wild. big and strong it's you so are. Cool. Yeah. But it's like, okay, cool. Like if I was if my fitness was all the way up here and I get injured, all right, I've got all this to 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 wiggle with, right? It's the same as conversation I have with uh people in like a CrossFit gym, even just everyday folk, right? They come in, I was like, Oh, well, I have the skill. Why why can't it doesn't matter? Why do I need to progress through it? I was like, because you're basically this far away from it getting quite shady. You know, and if you oh, yeah. jack up that intensity, right, and all the volume, you're like two two centimeters away from from snapping your shit up. And, and that's like, the
1: hardest thing is getting people to slow down.
0: Slow you down. Know? You
1: know? I'm like, chill, focus on what you're doing, control. Like, it's so important. Because when you just move weight or do an exercise as fast as you can, add as much weight as you can, even if you don't feel like you're getting hurt. You are deteriorating, you know, Mm -hmm. your insides can't handle it. Your muscle fibers can't handle it. There's so like specific in the way that we use our bodies for them to last as long as possible.
0: hundred percent. I throw this exact point at everybody who wants to get into Olympic weightlifting, right? Like I want to max out like every week, every day. I'm like, oh my, no, you're going to do like a bunch of sets at 60 to 70% and you're going to go home. It's like, what do you mean? It's (laughs) like, no, man, like that's basically it. it. You got to, you got to earn the right for 12 weeks to get anywhere near 90%. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're just not going yeah, to That's it.
1: why I tell everybody, it's like, you need a coach, mm. you know, especially in jujitsu, you know, you see a lot of, and I guess a lot of sports. Now you see a lot of CrossFit crossovers, you know, and I'm like, let's think about this for a second. CrossFit is a sport. Olympic weightlifting is a sport. I don't do basketball to get better at soccer, So why am I doing CrossFit to get better at jujitsu, you know, or to get better at rugby or to get better at something else? You know, it's like when CrossFit is a whole sport or Olympic lifting is a whole sport, you're actually taking away from your sport, you know? Yeah, it might get you strong or whatever, but you're not giving yourself adequate rest as if you have something specifically programmed for your sport. Mm. And I tell people that a lot and a lot of people like are like, Oh, that makes so much sense. I'm like, yeah, it does make so much sense. It's like, do you know how to work out? No, that's why I went to CrossFit. Well, you didn't ask, why. is that going to help my jiu-jitsu? You know what I mean? It's so important to be able to not only work out for your sport, but make sure it's proper and it's not taking away. Because like you said, Olympic weightlifting. If I go do a leg day that I need technically three days off from, and I go do jujitsu those three days... I'm going to get injured because mm-hmm. I did not give my leg. That's why like my athletes, it's always full body, always full body because jujitsu is full body. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not going to do a leg day if I don't have enough rest because I'm going to go use my legs in jujitsu. So like all the workouts I do are about 25 to 45 minutes long.
0: See, this is, this is why I think the whole fitness thing is so cool. Right. Cause you just like, We're just moving pieces around and being like, okay, if I do more of this, this is going to suffer, but I'm going to get better over here. And then I'm going to adapt this as the as the year goes on or as my goals change. Right. When I'm like transitioning out of a sport, you know, like I'm no longer competing in CrossFit. So I like to do weightlifting. So you right. know, I'm not gonna just get up and run a marathon because I'm probably gonna like start pissing. I bulk.
1: did that before and I couldn't walk for like two weeks.
0: There you go, right? But if I was like conditioned, I could get up and do whatever and be like, Yeah, yeah, fine, don't don't worry about it. I got right, this. you know. Right. So you've got to understand you're doing it the right way. Yeah, your body's an organic thing, right? It's gonna to adapt to the stimulus that you give it. And if you're only playing Ruggers. Like, okay, great. Like, how can we then supplement that? What's your number one goal? If it's just Mm -hmm. fitness that you need, yeah, fine. Just go do something, you know, work a little bit of cardio and you'll get better, right? But if it's like, oh, no, I want to get specifically better at tight head prop. You're like, all right, man, like what you do is going to be a bit different to you, for example. It's going to be
1: huge, yeah. Exactly. And it's everything you do, you know, it's the fitness, it's the diet, it's the rest, it's everything.
0: Yeah, all the boring stuff
1: it's boring unless you make it like i i tell people all the time i'm like a robot right people think i have ocd but i'm like no i just do everything the same way every single day so i don't have to think and then i have my brain and my energy to put into my clients to put in my athletes to put in my training you know it's like i don't cook i don't like my meals are prepped my post workouts are prepped everything is ready for the week like the way i do laundry the way I clean everything is the same mm-hmm. to a point. I literally don't think, you know, and it's like, and I have all that time and energy to put into my work, to put into my training. So it's like that's where people lose themselves too, or find it boring. Because for me, I don't find it boring because I don't even think about it.
0: There's some beauty, you know, like when I
1: get, I I wake up at four o'clock in the morning to go do cardio. Mm-hmm. When I get back, I I start my eggs right on the stove. I go start the shower. I come back, I flip the eggs, I take my clothes off, put them in the washer already. I go to shower, I come out, I eat, I eat. It's like, that's just how it works. Like I do the same exact thing, the same way, five days a week, you know, the weekends I chill, but five days a week, <laughs> you know? And it's like, people think I'm crazy. And I'm like, really? I'm smart.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't that's think- crazy at all. I think people who think yeah. that crazy is either one hasn't found something that they're so passionate about, where they would do it. or or, you know, you'll do it, right? Like something that makes you fired up, you know, or two, like they're just not the most dedicated of individuals. And that's fine. You know, prime, live, the, live your life how you want to live, but don't turn around and be like, oh, you're fucking crazy for doing that. I was like, no, nah, it's just the way the woman works. Like I don't do a thing.
1: I've been the same since I was like four years old. <laughs> On
0: a uh, I got to be, uh, I got to be careful. I get obsessed with things. I get really addicted to shit really easily. Like if I do something twice, it's already like I'm basically addicted to it. Like so, I've I've got to like it's a fine balance of like okay, if I go so hard down here, everything else is gonna to fall to the wayside. Yeah. So it's like I cause I also have to spin a lot of plates. So it's this weird balancing act. I think we're just crazy. I think that's what we've, the the yeah. the answer we've come to here. We're just okay, absolutely we're unhinged.
1: It is what it
0: is. You know, but. Fuck. I don't know any other way I live in, you know, it's, it's a good yeah. way. So I got living. a, I got a question. Yes. What does leadership mean to you?
1: Leadership to me means less words and more action. Mm-hmm. Less talk more action. You know, there's a lot of people who are really good with their words, you know, and it fires you up in the moment but then you're kind of waiting for, okay, I'm trying to follow you, but where are you going? What are you doing? What's happening? You know, and I think we see that a lot more these days too, because we have platforms for it, Mm -hmm. you know, and there doesn't have to be as much backup, you know, because the people following you don't actually ever see you. Right. And I think it's important to just do, you know, you don't have to, you shouldn't have to explain, you know, you shouldn't have to talk if you're a leader almost, of course it comes hand in hand. You know, of course, it comes in a sense, OK, these people should respect me enough that what I say they're going to give in to. But it really all comes from what you do. And I think being a female in a couple different worlds that are very male dominant, it's like I had to learn that, you know, it's like a leader is just more of an example. You know, somebody who's a, a good example, you know, it's like when I first got to Miami um, six years ago. I had already won a world title. I had already, you know, graduated school with my degree, you know, been doing the strength and conditioning stuff, but I would work out by myself. You know, I would work out by myself. I would do my own thing. If somebody wanted to join, I would let them, you know, and over time it just started building. Like, okay, okay, she's winning. Obviously what she's doing must be working. And then Cyborg, who was my my partner romantically at the time, you know, it's like, He started trusting that. And like, that was a big deal Um, for other people, you know, because he's a leader. And that's the other thing, too, is I think leaders are also people who start to blend together. I don't believe in one leader anyway. That doesn't make sense. I don't think that's a real leader. I think leaders surround themselves with other leaders. I agree. Right. I think think that's super important. Like, how do you continue to be the best leader you can be if you're not learning from somebody
0: else? 100%.
1: You know, so I would just start doing that and then it turned into classes and then it turned into like the pro training, strengthening, conditioning. And now, you know, I have multiple different sports and multiple different teams and, you know, people online and and online programs. And, you know, so everything with leadership to me is just example, Mm. you know, because truthfully, actually, you don't need to speak to be a leader. That's that's a type of leader. You know, that's something that you can also have a quality of. But there's some guys who are just really good competitors, and their presence on the mat leads the rest of the team. So you know? right? and then you have that person who then might get up in front and say something, you know. So it's like leadership has to have example. I think the the verbal part of it is a gift that some leaders have. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. you got to be able to control that energy, right? Especially Yeah, if it's-
1: yeah. You have to be able to control people's energy, motivate people have people trust you, you know, I think that's super important with leadership. Like a leader, I believe is somebody who needs to be trusted, not just in a sense, I want to do what they're doing, but I trust to be able to go to them for advice. You know, I trust to be able to ask them for things. I trust their help. I trust what they say Mm -hmm. as well. So I think it takes, I think there's a lot of things that go into being a leader.
0: I really resonated with the fact of you said you don't think it's one person like that's a hundred and twenty percent me like I got no um I got no time to play a, an ego game like I just I'm like okay whatever I'll turn around and just go do my thing and and go to a different room you know and I think people just surround, themselves with everybody else like right how can i learn from you and then how can i learn from you and then how can you learn from me and how can we better this thing in the middle here one connection community yada 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 even in different sectors of of work right and of life you know we might not have to be in the fitness industry it's like okay someone's an accountant it's like great how can i learn from you how can you learn from me and then go off and help family and people that we see. Right. Even just your barista who makes you fucking coffee in the morning. It's like, no, no, like you're still either leading them astray or down a better path. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm, yeah I really fancy that.
1: Yeah. And like, that's the other thing too, with leaders is leaders should be people who know that they can't do everything. You know, they know that they, they aren't that. And like the accountant was a perfect example, you know, or like mental health, you know, it's like, I'm not going to go to my friend who doesn't really have her crap together and talk to her about how I'm feeling necessarily. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, I'm going to seek out help or I'm going to seek out, Oh, I know that so-and-so just went through the same thing and they came out in a much better way, way, you know, so I'm going to go talk to them. You know, I think we lose that sometimes too. And I think that's really important as a leader is like, okay guys, you know, if I'm talking about straight the conditioning and somebody wants to do CrossFit, you know, I've never done CrossFit. I don't teach CrossFit, you know, so it's like, I'm not going to say if I have a client that comes in and wants to do CrossFit, I might say, well, yeah, I'll do that for you just because I want to get paid, you know, it's like, no, this person is much better at that, you know, I think leaders are also really good at delegating in that kind of sense of like, they should be able, like if somebody comes and asks me for marriage advice and I've never been married. (laughs) <laughs> who am I to sit there and give them advice? You know, it's like, you also have to be very humble being a leader and know like, I don't know everything. And yep. if I haven't experienced what you are going through, if you want my opinion, like I'll give it to you. But I'm also always going to start with, hey, I've never, if it's, you know, I've never been married before. So like maybe from a spiritual standpoint, I can tell you my my thoughts, my ideas, my opinions, maybe what's in the Bible. But like, <laughs> I can't give you advice. I yep. don't know. Yeah. And I think that's a huge aspect of a leader, too.
0: Yeah, I I agree again, like the amount of people that have come to me asking for bodybuilding specific programming. And I'm just like, dude, like, I don't know, bro. Like I could I could write you something up. You know, it could get you jacked. It could get you lean. You know, we all know the basics. But it's like but this ain't my thing, man. You know, you could get a better service two doors down the road. I would I would suggest you kind of, you know. Go go knock on that door if you want other things. Yeah, maybe I'm the guy, but in in this niche right now, not my thing. You know, kind of.
1: Yeah, for I'm sure. happy to
0: answer any questions, give you my advice, whatever. But I'm like, I'm not gonna be taking your dollars for this. Like, this isn't yeah. my
1: thing. Yeah, I have one of my like role models. You know, a guy that I go to a lot for stuff. He's really successful business wise and everything. He has um he 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 pointed this out to me. You know, he's like, I have a, a chart. You know, he's here there's his wife and then here's a list of people he goes to for finances here's a list of people he goes to for mental health here's the people that goes to for physical health Here, you know what i mean so it's like it was a really good thing that that he pointed that out because it's like of course we know that sometimes but it's like if you could put three people in these categories it goes back to being crazy right like i don't think what i eat i don't think what i do it's like same thing okay, I'm having a financial crisis. Here's my three people. Let me call the first one The set, you know, okay. Here's my relationship advice people. Let me call these people. Here's my spiritual guides. Let me call them. You know, we all have our best friend that we call and say everything to invent everything to. But again, that's under the vent list. You, know? <laughs> you might not necessarily want their advice.
0: Yeah. 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 I think it's, I think that's a great idea. You know, like that, Really it's just structuring cool your life and keeping it Simple in my eyes you know like Don't overcomplicate this shit I was like oh how do I get there but in a quarter Of the time and without this And I was like no man just fucking Walk forward just get a spoon And start digging a hole it's that simple you know Just do something Keep it really friggin simple That's all it is I uh, I got another question
1: I'm here for it literally
0: What have you <laughs> Motherfucker <laughs> What is the, what is the biggest thing you've learned from coaching? Not
1: everybody's going to like you. Hmm. Why? Not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to listen to you. Not everybody's going to benefit, you know, from, from you as a coach, you know, everything in life is about relationships and it's, it's never ending. You know, and, and you have to make sure when you hit those bumps, when you hit those roads, you go to a different coach and ask how to deal with it. If you haven't dealt with it, okay. you know, kind of like we were just talking about. Um, that's one of the biggest things I've ever learned. And sometimes you're going to get the people who don't like you, but they trust you and they're just going to do it, you know, and that's easy. But then you're going to get the people who don't like you and they don't listen to you and you can tell it's in one ear and out the other. And like, you just can't let that bring you down. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you have to let them fall on their face and then come back to you, you know, because that's one thing. It's like, coach, I should be in that category for people. That's something I take a lot of pride in. That's something I I have my degree in health exercise and sports sciences, but I did a focus in pedagogy, which is learning how to coach. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and, and I'm somebody too. I'm, I, I don't fight. I don't fight that. You know, I let people go. And if they come back, great. If not, I hope they, they found someone in that they mesh mesh better with. Mm. You know, I can only do my best and give my best for those who want it. The people who don't want it, that's okay. And if they leave, they leave. And if they come back, I always let them come back. It happens yeah, to me a lot again, especially with being a female. In, in, a, in a very male-dominant world, you know? Yeah. Not world, and especially with what I do, you know? And it's like, it's I let them go, and when they come back, and I don't say I told you so, you know, I open the door, I let them back in, and I'm like, trust me. You know, mm. just trust me. That's all I need. So it's definitely, like, the biggest thing I've learned in coaching is not everybody's going to like you. And you're not going to be the coach for everybody.
0: Mm. I have to admit, I have seen people not buy in simply because the coach is a woman and it it fucking winds me up something rotten you know like the amount of times i pulled someone aside i like, would you fucking do that with me i'm i'm northern right so i kind of say things are probably a bit too straight but whatever you know would you fucking (laughs) do that with me you know so don't fucking do it with her right and you see you see it over time and you you kind of try and give a little bit of advice to fellow coaches and just be like, oh, this person's a bit difficult, whatever, this person's, maybe i got this personality type, right? And you just like, just stick with it, man. Just stick with it. And I have to admit, every time I've seen a female coach stick with it, when they've got an awful amount of shit at the beginning, they have cracked that nut and it's just unbelievable. You know, you just yeah. like the the relationship you've got with the people in the class, how the things flow in, how you're just controlling the energy in the room. I'm just like, this is, this is rad. I think this is art form at its finest. And I just want to watch, you know, like it's so cool, man.
1: That's cool. I love, I love that. Yeah. I have a funny story about that. One of my, um, one of my athletes, Wagner Rocha, do you know, do you follow? No, not so much. Okay. He's like one of the best in the world right now. And and when I moved to Miami six years ago, um, Cyborg, was opening a new gym, right? And he was going to, that's where my space is now. The space that I have now is in that gym, you know? And, and this guy, Wagner, he was like, oh yeah, you should do like girls boot camp classes. Like that's what my wife does. And I just sat there and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Fast forward three years later, he's, he's, he's now been one of my athletes for three years. But that's wow. how I do it, you know? I'm like, I don't fight it. I don't try to, like I said, for me, it's not about the talking, you know, it's like, I show up, I do my job, I serve, you know, I I was telling my boys this the other day, because I also manage um, the gym here, you know, and we had a a team meeting, and, and I have, I think, 10, 10 guys, you know, that, that, that work underneath me that I oversee, and I was, I was talking to them about that yesterday, you know, our, when people think here like serving you know and living your purpose and all of that they think charity they think fundraising they think you know donating their time they think all these things i'm like no not necessarily you know it's about finding your purpose and serving people through that through that community like doing those types of things you know and that's something that i i'm really big on you know and i told them i go a lot of the opportunity that i get is just because people see me working and they kind of know i'm working and not getting paid for it also You know, I think that's kind of something that goes into leadership as well, too, you know, is 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 just doing the time. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's something that especially like I think with females, you know, especially in the world we are now, there's a lot of like loud feminism. And cool, you know, but like what is posting on your Instagram? What is sharing a meme? What is all of that going to do? You know, for me, it's like I don't like the all women's classes. I don't teach an all women's class, you know, in jujitsu. You know, I because I, I believe when it's equality, how are we gonna separate all women? I am that totally has never made sense to me. That will never make sense to me. Like I'm never gonna be the person I like to show females how powerful and strong they can be by leading and leading to the point where I have men following me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That to me is equality. That to me is being a strong female. That to me is what I want to show younger woman is like hey sometimes shut your mouth and just work you know if somebody has a question if there's if the time to talk is talk go for it but shut your mouth Mm -hmm. and show how strong females can be and how powerful females can be and that females can be leaders in a very male dominant world
0: yeah so simply put you know like nothing replaces hard work nothing like you can't you can't replace yeah. it. Like just put the fucking time in, put the work in, you know, do the fucking work. I say it more, like so many times that usually to the younger lads, because they try and like bitch and complain, oh, whatever. And I was like, nobody cares. Do the fucking work. Nobody cares. Nobody, uh, the grand scheme of things, nobody cares, you know. Nobody cares. <laughs> the wolf is always scratching at the end of the day. And sometimes you got to say it bluntly, right? But it's it's true. Just oh, get yeah. up. Just work, you know, show, show me, show me. I've said this at every interview for the past, oh, maybe 10 years. No, maybe eight years of like, I've sat down every interview I've ever had. Probably the wrong thing to say. But again, I'm only going to be myself of like, I don't believe what you tell me. I believe what you show me. And I'm the one asking for the frigging job, right? But I'm the one that turns around and goes, I don't believe what you tell me. I believe what you show me. And I'm willing to do that. So we either going to sit here and talk all night. You know, if you want to hear me talk, I do something called a podcast. Fucking go on there. Yeah. You know, my, if not, yeah. let me do my work.
1: hundred percent. My favorite, my favorite line is, oh, I'm back. You should never have to be back. You should never go anywhere. Mm. You know, it goes back into like the whole never stopping thing, you know, especially like in fitness. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, I'm back. like, I don't want to hear that
0: do something you know man. Doing? something's better than nothing pick up friggin' zumba or step class i don't care like just that's wave your arms around yeah. i just don't care man just do something go outside go literally dig holes that's all i do just dig holes chop wood it's yeah. like great you're moving good job like it's said in a different pace <laughs> different fucking uh avenue doesn't matter so as you're man. doing it just do something, bro. I'm just okay. picturing just going outside, just waving my arms around now, getting a sweat on. But maybe maybe that's my new fitness venture.
1: There you go. <laughs>
0: Fuck. I don't know, bro. I'm gonna miss the Bible too much. Maggie, I appreciate you so much. Like of course. it's always an absolute honor to just talk to people. And I just want to say thank you for for holding the space to have the conversation
1: no thank you i appreciate it so much
0: you know i'm gonna have to get over to miami and literally get my ass kicked
1: please do like 100
0: i am in mean, anything fitness i'll fucking give it a go like whenever great.
1: you're here uh you have a home
0: all right i'll uh i'll let you know whenever i get over the pond maybe i just get that yellow rubber dinghy out and just start paddling
1: there you go whatever it takes
0: yeah whatever it takes you know there you go fitness Awesome. Again, appreciate you. Have a good day and I'll speak to appreciate
1: you Appreciate you too. Have a great day.
0: Cheers, guys. Bye, All everybody. Right.